All right, now we're oh, back yes. with the Asian true crime series. Yes, yes. Okay, so Adrian, this one is about a Filipino Australian, mm-hmm. right? Yeah. So Filipinos, as you know, um, they're fairly laid back. Mm. They're very family centric, as are all kind of Asian communities, right? Yeah. So this guy lives in North Ryde, so in Sydney, yeah. which is like suburbia Sydney, yeah. and. Unfortunately, he got to a stage where he felt very undervalued Mm. and he slaughtered his whole family, his mum, dad and younger sister. So his dad, Teddy, Lovia and his children, so Seth and his younger sister, Caldine. So he's one of the sons. So he's the son. He's the son in the family. And when you say he's undervalued... Like yes. So he, he always felt like that. he was a bad student. Okay. He always felt like he was a bad student. He wasn't, you know, the shining star. He failed academically. So he was also um, working in a law firm, I think, as a legal aide, mm-hmm. legal secretary. Um, so basically his alibi of the night of the murders was that he was out with a friend and they played games at an arcade until 8pm at night. Mm-hmm. And that's when he discovered the family's lifeless bodies. Yeah. Um, I won't go into too much detail because it's quite gruesome about mm-hmm. like the state in which the, the bodies were found and what happened to the bodies, but it was just a very gruesome crime scene. Yeah. Um, so the police thought it was a hate crime because there was writing on the wall yeah. saying, you know, something derogatory about Asians, yeah. um, which was done on graffiti. So this is quite important, the paint, right? Um, and I'll get to that later on, but there was so writing even, on the wall. Originally, you didn't even fess up. No, so he's, he's, he's complete, and he still to this day uh, maintains his innocence. Maintains his innocence. Oh. So um, now the police kind of came into the crime scene and had a look and and thought, look, it can't be a robbery gone wrong because there's no forced entry, yeah. and also nothing was taken from the house. And then also in terms of the timestamp of how long the robbers, so-called robbers, were in the mm-hmm. house, it was three hours. Okay. So you would assume that if you were to do a heinous mm-hmm. crime, you would be in and out. Yeah. You wouldn't be pondering for three hours. Plus, yeah. um, no forceful entry and also nothing was taken, nothing stolen, yeah. right? Yeah. Um, so while this was playing out, after the parents, you know, after the murders, Seth begged, and there's media footage of the killers to come forward Mm. and to confess and that um, he was pleading with law enforcement officers to offer an award, a reward about, um, you know, to find the culprits of what happened. So all this time he's maintaining his innocence, even to the fact where he was giving a eulogy Mm. at the funeral and so this is the famous bit where he sung One Sweet Day by mm. Mariah Carey in Boys to Men. So he actually broke out in song and then sung sung it, mm. right? Um, so how he got caught? Well, before the incident happened, he asked the family accountant about the size of his inheritance. So he wanted to know yeah. how much money would I stand to yeah. inherit? And he wanted to put a deposit down for a luxury car. Okay. And he moved after afterwards, after all this had happened, to a new apartment in Chatswood. Also oh, he got out for a so while. He, so, yeah, so he kind it. of yeah, so after doing it, 
you know, the police have kind of gone, look, the robber, the robber theory, there's no forced entry, nothing was stolen. He was never been a suspect. suspect. He was a main suspect after they put two and two together. But before that, there was a before period that, no, where there, was, there just... was a period where they thought, look, this is a, a young son who's grieving and yeah. the, the families were brutally murdered. So yeah. then he slowly became a suspect because of his history. The fact that he went to the family accountant, asked for the inheritance and he wanted to put a deposit down for a luxury car. Yeah. And also he moved to a new apartment in Chatswood. So like the moves afterwards don't yeah. really make sense. Um, and then he's also, the big thing um, to this case was his car was parked in the driveway. Right. His car was parked in the driveway, but his alibi was he was out with friends. So how can you be out with friends and still have your car parked in the driveway? Yeah. Right? Yeah. And then so he said, oh, yes. Well, the reason why my car was parked in the driveway was because I left my car at home to visit a brothel in Chatswood. So his story just kept on changing, yeah. right? So he couldn't really keep up. So in terms of what DNA-wise got him was his fingerprints matched a series of um, po poisoning letters to the police. So the police got like threats. Yeah. So the, the fingerprints that matched his matched also the letters that were sent to the police. Um, the internet search history about poison letters. So he did an internet, oh, the old internet yeah. search history. Poison letter? Yeah, like putting, po as in if you open it, it's like poison. For real? Yeah, 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 yeah. So, and then, um, you know, that he was a bad student. He didn't kind of conform to what his family wanted to. Um, and then he would never become like the lawyer or doctor that the parents wanted. Yeah. Um, and then so now Seth in 2021 has made the third attempt for the court to look at the case because he's still pleading innocence, yeah. still pleading innocence. Um, and he's saying that the wall, the paint on the wall doesn't match the paint on his jumper that they found. Uh -huh. It's inconsistent. And also the time of death he wants to argue. So instead of the timestamp being at 8 p.m., he said the time of death was at 10 p.m. And he has a really strong alibi that after 10 p.m. he was at dinner with friends. So... But what, how could he claim the time of death when it's a coroner's job to do Yeah, that? but they're, I, I'm not sure. But okay. they're saying, he's saying that I, like the time of death is a bit later. So it's at 10 o'clock instead So he of... knows because he killed him. <laughs> <laughs> it's crazy. He's, um, something must have snapped. He yeah, something brain. must have snapped. Um, and it was the third attempt for the court. So he's trying to, he's still all this time pleaded innocence as to what's happened. Yeah, and um, it's yeah, a Filipino it's family. sorry, it's a Fili Filipino, Filipino Australian family. Because I've never yeah. seen Filipino as one of those like stereotypical image where the Asian parents like very pushing to their children. Yeah. It's very like other parts of Asia. Yes, yes, yeah. But I suppose like they do have this like really tight family dynamic, don't they? Yeah. That I mean, my cousin-in-law is Filipino and. You know, she's got a very loving, like, mum and dad. Yeah, and it's very supportive. Very nice. Yeah, yeah. And they have, like, a strong family unit and point of origin. Yeah. So it's interesting that he's kind of really thought that... When did that happen? This happened in the 90s. Oh, wow. Yeah, this is, like, the 2090s. So he's been in prison for, like, 30 years. He's been, yeah, there for a very, very long time. Like, it made big news because um, yeah. all it was was, like, news bulletin after news bulletin yeah. was he would kind of come out and say... Look, any if you have any, he just kept pleading. Kept pleading. 
pleading and singing and then pleading yeah crazy just isn't that isn't and poison letters who does that <laughs> yeah i don't know i think i don't know what the poison letters are about but maybe it was just maybe he was just trying to feel like i couldn't believe you just yeah you just said poison letters. no maybe it was just like a point where it's like oh i'm Someone gonna make is trying yes like i'm gonna he's trying to put away mm, suspicion yeah, suspicions, suspicions yeah uh, different whoever yeah yeah, different things. But I suppose, like, what I take out from this um, this case, people. yeah, don't <laughs> kill people. Um, and then also um, that if you're feeling a certain way about your family, it's actually good to speak to a counsellor or a psychologist. Yeah. Like, if, you have, if you're harbouring this strong resentment um, that, you know, you know, your parents are working really hard, they're probably, you know, putting a lot of kind of their thoughts and opinions on you, emotions on you, yeah. just, like, speak to someone, yeah. you know, before like, it escalates. Because he works, he has a car, mm, just mm. move out. <laughs> just, True, yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> just get away and from then, them. Yeah, it's interesting that he thought so much about the inheritance, like, he asked a family yeah. accountant about the inheritance. So whereas, how rich was the family, I wonder? Well, they looked very, they, uh, they haven't, there's not been, like, a the, foren- forensic, what were, like... What were the, Killing happened. Where were the killing? At the house. Which At the is house. Chatswood. Which is North Ride, North okay. Ride. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. I don't know what North Ride. North is Ride. Then. North Ride is like very suburbia, leafy, hilly. Uh, yeah. Back then, I yeah. mean, now it's changed. No, it's like kind of industrial. Like, you could be rich if you lived there. Like you could be okay. Oh like, yeah, sorry, right, not right. I know what you're saying. You could yeah, be quite yeah. okay, like quite well off, like you know. Yeah, like what you're saying. Because it's not really west-west. It's like north-west, right? Yes, like it's still kind of towards the city. Yeah, if Mm. it's a house in North Ride, you know, it could be more than $2 million, $3 million worth, like, you know. Yeah, I didn't really think that. I'm just thinking about, like, if he... What, his motives, his motives, yeah. inheritance, like, you know. But he's so young. Like, wouldn't you just say you've got all this time to make it? And wouldn't you want to just make it? Oh, young people don't think like that. Uh, (laughs) I think it's an old people thing that oh, we, I kept yeah, saying yeah, that too. Like you know, we're old. Like you know, yeah, I kept saying true, like like this. I kept going to TikTok events and they've got like 20, yeah, 20 year yeah, old yeah, or yeah. whatever. And they're like, oh, it's blah, blah. I was like, no, honey, you've still got a ton of time. <laughs> I'm over. I'm twenty one. No, you yes, have time because yes. if you were like totally, you have time. Like and um, yeah. Otherwise, it would be like you know. 60 year old saying oh, I don't have time but that's the 60 year old still has time yeah. 60 yeah. in this day and age that's is why very the young, young. Are impulsive because they always think like they don't have yeah time. that's true that's true and that would have been like his frame of mind at that stage that's crazy yeah yeah okay thanks for sharing no worries that is the story of Seth Gonzalez.